Welcome to Plan a Happy Life. I'm your host, Stephanie Fleming, creative entrepreneur and happiness activist. I'm on a mission to create a happy life movement. Each week, I'll be joined by my daughter, Kayla, for some honest conversations about how you can plan your happiest life yet. So what are we waiting for? Let's get happy. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Mom. Welcome back to another episode of Plan a Happy Life. Today, we're talking about contentment and is it okay to not want more? You and I have talked about this a lot lately. A I think. lot lately, probably in preparation for this yeah, episode. But, but I think even, even like not prepping for this, I think, well, just in general, I think, in uh, yeah. Yeah. I tend to like overthink things too. Once something like gets like just planted a seed in my brain, like, oh, I want to talk about contentment because this whole like glamorization of being your own boss and um, that whole challenge of you were made for more and you need to be a leader. It just kind of got under my skin a little bit because I think that, and we'll talk about this in the episode, but I mean, I think that's great for if you're in a place in your life or if you are somebody who does want more and you do need to have that fire lit under you, that kind of cheering section is great. But there are a lot of people who, number one, don't want that, Mm -hmm. right? And they're being told basically like, no, you are made for more than what you are right now. Mm-hmm. What does that say to you? That you're not good enough. Yeah. Like right now, that like, oh, you were made for this, but you were made for so much more than this state that you're in right now. And that's not necessarily true. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it tells, I think it sends people the wrong message and not all of us want to be leaders. Yeah. But don't you get that whole thing? Like find the leader in you. Like you're supposed to want that. Yeah. So I want to talk about that today um, because I usually think that there's not a right and a wrong. Mm -hmm. Not everybody needs to hustle. Not everyone needs to fight for more and go get more. But then not everybody also wants to be kind of content right where they are. So we're going to talk about how you tell the difference between contentment and complacency. So like contentment, I would imagine, like my definition would be, it's kind of a state of happiness and satisfaction. You are content and happy right where you are. Complacency, on the other hand, seems like it's a little bit more like you're settling. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's kind of how I see it. But I think we're going to be able to share some questions that you can ask yourself to determine if you're content and happy, or if for some reason you're settling for a life that is less than you really want. What are your feelings on this? Um, I feel like I have had this topic like circling in my brain for a while, I especially the last year. Um, and I think growing up, I always thought that like, I needed to have it all or I needed to make a lot of money and I mm-hmm. and you know be mm-hmm. really su- successful to live the life that I want to live. And now I'm starting to see and I was ashamed a little bit of it I think because am I is it just kind of disappointing if I don't live up to that right. or if I don't want that is that something that like is that being lazy? There's peer pressure though, right? Don't you think like like say okay so you you know you go to school you go to high school and um like one of the first things that you see after you're done with high school and everybody says is you know where are you going to school or what are you doing right now mm-hmm. and there's it's yes i'm sure people are interested but it's also kind of like okay what are you doing where mm-hmm. are you going what do you what have you done with your life and there's kind of a socially acceptable answer like i'm at this four year in university and um i know some people feel pressure of if they said, oh, I'm at the a junior college, right? Oh, oh, mm-hmm. you know, not that there is any shame in that at all. But I know that 
you know, you kind of have that like, so what are you doing? Is it impressive? Is it, you know, is it successful? Should I be, should I be wowed? Yeah. And so there's that peer pressure. Yeah. That what's next is always supposed to be impressive. Right. And, or very lucrative or, um, but I think the last year I've kind of, I always, you know, thought that I wanted to be like, I need to make a lot of money so I can have nice things. And that was just it. There was no other option. And now I'm starting to see the work and I don't want this to come off lazy, but I'm starting to see the work that it, that is involved mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. getting there. And I just don't think that I'm up for it. If Okay. So here's the thing is that if you wanted what comes with all of that work, mm-hmm. I think you would be up for it. I think yeah. you could challenge yourself. I think you would be able to um, do anything you needed to do to make that happen. I have a couple of examples we can talk about. But I think I'm starting to see that a simpler life for me mm-hmm. is worth it, is enough. Um, I'm like happy with where I'm at right now. And I don't necessarily want to take on all that stress that might come with mm-hmm. reaching that higher up goal. Yeah, I think. And that might sound lazy. I don't know. But I don't think it's lazy. I think it's lazy. The way I define it is if you were saying, I want to be CEO of a company, I want to own my own company, I want to be CEO, but you're not willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. That's lazy. Right. That's lazy. It's unrealistic. And you're not going to get where you want to go. Yeah, I guess that's a better way of saying it. I'm not willing. I'm not not willing to do the work it takes to get there. I don't know if I'm just, I don't think that's aligned with where my head's at right now. Every decision you make, especially with your career, but even in life, every decision you make to spend time with something is a sacrifice of something else. Mm -hmm. So if you said, I want to be, I want to own my own business and I want to be a CEO or I want to build a global brand or whatever it is that you choose that you want to do and you want to just go for it. Number one, I think if you're not hurting anybody else, fine Mm -hmm. that's I think these are great goals but every time you choose to miss something if you if you're a parent like and I'm not shaming Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not mom shaming or giving you any mom guilt or anything like that I don't think mom shaming is a thing but is it mom guilt mom guilt Mm -hmm. okay because I had it I mean I I understand I've been there but I want to be real with our listeners just like I'd be real with you Mm -hmm. as your mom is that uh, oh I'm afraid to say this uh-oh. Okay, well, you know how people say you can have it all. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true the way many people interpret it. Okay. You can have it all, but you can't have it all at the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the CEO. You want to do that. What it takes to build your own business. And if you say, I want to build a global brand and be the CEO of that, that is long hours it's travel it's sacrifice and if you're a mom as well and you're a caregiver to your children something is going to give and so you just have to you know you might say okay well you know my husband or partner or whatever is going to be the main caregiver for my children while I do this and this is how I'm going to balance that out um I think you can do that. Mm -hmm. But if you want to say hey I'm going to be a hundred percent present for my children and a hundred percent present for my business Um, And I also want to be a volunteer in my children's classroom. And I want to go to spin class every single morning. And I want to keep up that lifestyle. I think that's kind of dangerous. I don't think it's realistic. I think it's a balance. Sometimes you're going to be working more. Sometimes you're going to be with your, um, you know, with your kids more. But when we do that, like, 
that whole hustle thing, people are getting flipping tired. And I think that's what I started to feel was the burnout. Yeah. And the burnout wasn't worth it. And yeah. I, yeah, and it just comes with the, I mean, I think my whole, I break it down as simple, it for me is better. Mm-hmm. And not to say that one day might, that might change. I don't know. Maybe I'll start my own business one day and then that hustle, quote yeah. unquote, hustle will be worth it and right. will be aligned with my goals. But for now, I, I'm happy yeah. where I'm at. Also, like, what are you hustling for? Right. Like, are you hustling for, like, a goal that is very, very important to you mm-hmm. and you and you need right. to hustle? Then at that point in your life, I'm all for the hustle. Yeah. But if you're doing it because you want to be more accepted, you want to impress somebody, you think you're going to find the love of your life, you think you'll get gain the respect of your parents or your peers, or your coworkers, mm-hmm. then that hustle, or you're going to be popular on social media, right, right. then to me, that hustle is just hustle. You know, it's really mm-hmm. kind of like unguided. Let me ask you this. There, you mentioned something about um, burnout. And I think a lot of people your age mm-hmm. and kind of your generation are experiencing a lot of burnout. Yeah. What do you think that is? Why is that? Um <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know if I have a good answer for that. I I don't know. I think you're I think everyone's just trying to keep up yeah. with the Kardashians. Yeah. No, <laughs> with, seriously. I think everyone's just trying to keep up with each other and it's competitive and it's exhausting and it's just I mean and most of it's fake. Yeah. Do you, most I was of say, it's fake. Do you, you know? think they're really trying to keep up with what's actually happening or no. what that person wants you? I think it's perceive. just, yeah, it's all it's all visuals. It's all what they want you to, what it looks like. Yeah, a couple episodes ago, I used the term, because there's some really, you know, influencers on social media, especially like, I was going to say about your age, maybe 20s, 30s, who have a family, and they go and they travel, um, and of course, their kids are all like cute, and we're raising our kids on the road, and this is what we do, and we go from place to place, and their lives look glamorous and perfect and Mm -hmm. so put together and you know and then say you go we're gonna go on a trip with our kids you know you get your kids on the plane and the kids are screaming and you know and oh my gosh this guy wet his pants and you know this one's crying I can't Mm -hmm. keep him quiet and how do they do this I think that you know social media and just what we put out there I think your generation is trying hard to um maybe reach some goals that are not even realistic or that might not even be their goals. Yeah. You know, they might be somebody else's that they think is what they should be striving for. Yeah. Because it's popular for that other person and it's working and it's gaining them exposure or popularity or whatever it is. Um, yeah. I think it's just trying to keep up with the Kardashians. With the Kardashians. <laughs> um, so, Another thing I think is besides like I think the pressure that you feel to keep up and have a life that seems appropriate or successful Mm -hmm. um, to anybody who might be looking. um, I also think, oh, my God, I lost my train of thought. It's so important. Wait, wait, wait. We said keep up with the Kardashians and Um, pressure. I know. Okay, good. (laughs) I know. So like we talked about like. At times in your life, it may be different Uh Um, where like right now for me, I've achieved a lot in my career. And, you know, as I'm getting a little bit older and my life um, looks a little bit different, Mm -hmm. where I'm at right now is I'm kind of checking things off of the box, checking 
things off things off my list. Mm-hmm. Checking, checking the boxes, the boxes <laughs> checking things off my <laughs> yeah. list. And um, and I think you know I've been able to say I have started a business. I've really um, achieved some goals in uh, my career that I never thought I would do. I reached for the stars. I I really pushed. I had there was a lot of luck in there too, but I worked really hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of able at the end of the day to say. Oh, this feels so good. I'm really proud of myself. And now I'm reassessing what my life looks like for me. Mm-hmm. But so at different times in our lives, it's really falls on us to say, okay, put aside what everybody else thinks. And what is it that I want right now? Mm-hmm. When I was just out of high school, I had a baby, Kayla's brother, Tyler. And then um, I didn't go to college. I tried, to be honest with you, I tried for like a couple of classes and I was nursing and I was like leaking during my class. Just didn't work with schedule. <laughs> so it didn't mm-hmm. work. And I was like 19 years old and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this right now. Yeah. I know a lot of people do and hats off because I just, you know, I wasn't made for it at that time. Right. And I need and more practically, I needed to make a living. So mm-hmm. I went and found a minimum wage job and which was barely enough to pay for childcare and the gas to and from my job, mm-hmm. which was kind of a ways from my work or from my from where I lived. And also with the money I was making, the kind of childcare that I could afford was not stellar. And so I would go and pick Tyler up from daycare and he would be like in a diaper that I'm sure he was in all day long mm-hmm. and I could count the diapers in the oh. diaper bag and go they never changed they him. Change him and he was crying and and I'm like I want more at that yeah. point I am made for more than this and I sat and said okay I just I was determined um, to take a look at my circumstances and say okay I'm young I have no college education um, I don't have the flexibility to be an intern or go learn an unpaid mm-hmm. intern I have got to make money and I here and here's what's important to me what was important to me was I would want to spend as much time with my son as possible and then I would if I if I couldn't I would want him to have good care and I needed to bring in money income for my family and so I racked my brains and by the way before internet right I didn't have like any I wasn't going I was just I have a big old head. I was using all the brains in my head to say like, okay, what is it that I want to do? And um, I looked at everything and kind of just like thought and thought and thought. And I thought, okay, I have a lot of siblings. I'm one of the oldest. And I I learned how to take care of kids. I loved kids. I was very good with them. And I wanted to be home with Tyler. So I thought, oh my God, I know what I can do. I can... What if I can do an in-home childcare? And I did. I called and did research and went and got licensed and went down and figured stuff out and asked questions. And I was determined. I hustled. I was made for more. I believed that I was. And at that moment in my life, I needed that. Mm-hmm. I needed that. You know. Well, I think it's a good point too. It is. It is circumstantial because I know that we've said before. It's like, you know, def- when we talked about defining happiness mm-hmm. and you say like oh well this doesn't make me happy then I'm gonna quit my job it's all like well you know right circumstantial depending on your flexibility Mm -hmm. and what your options are sometimes you have to hustle and sometimes you have to do that Um, but if there's things where you know it might be extra then it might be negotiable right you know right well in that same vein you know when I once I did childcare, I was like oh my gosh it was such a good 
place for me at the time. It was very hard work. I did it for eight years, yeah. 11 hours a day. It's very, it's very hard um, as far as that's concerned. And, um, but at that time too, I was, for a while I was content, right? Because I was doing more than I had thought I was going to be capable of doing and bringing in an income for my family. And I was home with Tyler every day. And so I was content for a while. However, I would meet people because of my circumstances of being pregnant. I was the prom queen too. So yeah. I was like, I married like the prom king. We were prom king and queen and I was cheerleader. He was an athlete. We go, we are like that typical thing. I get pregnant. And so, you know, I run into people after, you know, from high school and they'd be like, Oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm, you know, doing daycare. And they're like, Oh, oh. no, like mm, I would have expected more from you, you know? Right. And like you said, I was embarrassed at times because I think people would have thought I needed more, but I was happy being, I was happy I'd figured things out. And I was too immature and um, self-conscious at that time to be, you know, just very sure of myself and say like, yeah. you know, you can think what you want, but I'm proud of who I am. Yeah. It got to me yeah. for a while, you know, for a while. I don't know. I think it's like you said, it's a different times of your life. And so the messages, but that's not, I don't think that's what when people who are well-meaning and putting those message out messages out there of you need to be a leader, go get more and, you know, that you need more, 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 more money, more fame, more followers, more, more. And if you want more, Great. then go for it. Do that hustle and, you know, go after it. Be that leader. Yeah. But is it wrong if you don't want that? Right. And how do we encourage? I think what I want to be able to do is encourage people to say, if you have done the self-reflection and the self-evaluation of where you are right now and you say, I really like it, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom or a dad, I, I'm a teacher, I am, I work as, um, I'm a plumber, I'm a CEO, whatever the case may be, if you are saying like, this is where I want to be, I find fulfillment, I, it, it meets my needs and I'm happy doing this. I want us to be able to speak louder than the messages of you need to be more. Right. If you yeah. don't want to be. Yeah. You know, because Kevin and I discussed this a little while ago because we were talking about, we were talking about just the subject and he was, we were kind of debating back and forth because for women, especially and for little girls, like I think this message is really important of, right. of striving for more and you, you can be anything you want to be. Mm -hmm. um, but what if you're a little girl? who doesn't want to own her own company. And I only say own your own company all the time because I have owned my own company right. and I've seen it be glamorized because I know how much work it is mm -hmm. and that it isn't for everybody. Yeah. You know, Cause I'm sure you got a lot of like, well, I mean, I know you got it from me and Tyler, <laughs> but it's like, well, mom, you're, you're, you're the boss. You don't have to go <laughs> stay home. Yeah. Stay home with us. Like if we were, I mean, like if we had a day off yeah, and we were old and you know, Mom, stay home. Right. You, you're the boss. You don't have to go. And you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go because I'm the boss. Exactly. You know? No, I have to go harder and this work is, more yeah. because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I get that. And I think also because what we do for a living and the business that we have is it's positive and fun. And people think like, you know, oh, what do you do? And I tell them and they're like, oh, my God, that's so much, so much fun. fun. Play with stickers. Yeah. And I can't lie. I mean, there's a yeah. big portion of it that is very fun. And I feel really, you know, blessed and thankful to be in having this job. This is an amazing job. But. But newsflash, your day of work is not playing with stickers. 
God, I wish it was. That would be so <laughs> amazing. Um, but no, my day is not like that. In fact, there was a time when um, I shared in social media because people said, where are you? You know, because I'm really active on Instagram and yeah. I love it. Me um, too. <laughs> just kidding. Not. And I, I was flipping busy for a couple weeks and people and I so I kind of just hopped on there and said hey just want to share this is why I'm not on because you know you guys want to see like the behind the scenes and I said if I shared what my behind the scenes have been the past few weeks it would be this I wake up in the morning and I go to work and I spend long hours at work in meetings and you know um, just doing work stuff mm-hmm. not glamorous work stuff <laughs> yeah and then I come home it's seven o'clock and dark and I haven't really had time to plan anything so we get DoorDash mm-hmm. I'm exhausted we watch a little bit of TV and then I fall asleep and I wake up and I do it again and Did again you follow along with me and, throughout again, the day? and again yeah and it's like it's there's not a lot to show that's like oh that's so exciting I'm not jet setting right but however all the time all the time <laughs> But that's so relatable, though. Yeah, is that part because everybody right. deals with that? Yeah. You and know? I think, that, and I, or majority deals with that, and I think that they go, "Oh, I, I want to post yeah. that because yeah. it's not glamorous." It's a more relatable and also a more authentic version of what it means to own your own business um, and run it mm-hmm. and come up with new ideas. And then there's times when you know there are times when, and I think that's responsible. I think it's responsible of me to show that so that people don't see, oh, look, they don't think some people have thought like, oh, look, you came up with the happy planner. What an instant success. And I'm like, that was 16 years after Into- we had started our business. Mm-hmm. 16 years. Yeah. And then, you know, and then from there, it's taken like we take advantage of the fact that we have a popular product line. And so it's hard work. Mm-hmm. And so so I think that there's a responsible way to to share the message that hustling, you know what? I had a high school education. My life wasn't over. I hustled. I made it happen. I believed in myself. And I think that message is so important. Yeah. But at the same time, when I was happy and content doing daycare, I should have been able to like just say, yeah, I'm doing daycare because, you know, hey, here's my situation. And and now I just, I don't know. The more I see this, I think we need to be able to identify are we content where we are or are we complacent? How do we tell the difference? Mm-hmm. So should we take a break and then come back and talk about how to tell the difference between complacency and contentment? Sure. All right. We will be right back. This episode of Plan a Happy Life is presented by Michaels. Make creativity happen. Okay. Welcome back. We are talking about contentment and complacency and how do you tell if you are at a place in your life where you are just really happy right where you're at or if you're finding yourself stuck and maybe um, complacent but you're not sure like like you had said is that lazy or am I just okay here so I have a couple questions because I I was also thinking sorry before you go but I was also thinking that I know we talked about how different times in your life or different situations that might change Mm -hmm. because I'm sure like right now I only have to worry about me and that's easy for me to go I'm okay right now (laughs) I'm good yeah but I'm sure if I had a child that that would be totally different you know your hustle becomes something completely different 
Absolutely. When you have someone depending on you. Right. And your situations change. Yeah. It could be that your mind just changes. What right. you want right. is different. Like you might say that you're taking the time right now because right now, for whatever reason, the place in your life that you're at right now, you need and crave simplicity. Right. Yes. And so you might need that, but you might not need that forever. And right. that's okay. So I think this is this muscle that you exercise that you ask yourself. Um, and I think that this is something that's not just applicable to this topic, is that the act of self-reflection and asking yourself and reviewing your feelings, your thoughts, what you're doing is important. Because just like you said, life changes, our feelings change, mm-hmm. um, and what we want changes. So, so if you're at the place where you are wondering, like, okay, where am I at? And you want to you want to figure it out. Let's see. You can ask yourself these questions. So first of all, the question to, to just honestly ask yourself is, are you happy and satisfied with your life, your job, your relationship, etc.? And really, you're the only one that can answer this question. You have to sit. Don't worry about the Kardashians. Don't worry about your high school besties that you see at the grocery store wondering what you're doing. You, when you're sitting in your safe space, in your happy space, and non-judgmental zone, are you happy right where you are? If you answered yes, and you can tell yourself that, yeah, you know what? I don't care what anyone says. This is where I need to be. Then don't listen. Don't listen to the chatter or the pressures of wanting more. You have found your flow. And by all means, protect your peace at all costs. I love Don't you saying. love protect your peace? I, I do too. I love protect your peace. Because... I mean, it's so easily disturbed by other outside forces. Put up those boundaries, Mm -hmm. my friends. Protect your peace. Really think about almost like almost like visualize um, yourself sitting. I'm looking at Kayla, who's sitting over there crisscross applesauce. Mm -hmm. And like if you have your space and you're like physically putting boundaries up to protect the peace that you feel right now, because somebody could come up and would say like, oh, so you're not married. No, I'm not married. Hmm. That little bit of judgmental kind of like if you're not prepared for it or, oh, so what are you doing these days? You know, like right. some, so also when you hear people say things like that. Well, I want to do it right back to them and go, what are you doing these yeah. days? It's so impressive. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to run away and Kayla go, really? Really? Did you say that to me right now? <laughs> but you know, like the people that come up that will say things. It's like, so what are you doing? That mm-hmm. is like just even that tone is like. What's the dirt? What's the tea that I could get on you? You know, (laughs) it's like those people, those are, you know, coming over, climbing over your walls, (laughs) snatching your people up. (laughs) (laughs) And so those kind of people, you don't worry about that. You answered yes. You are happy. Protect your peace. Put up those walls and kind of claim your space in the world for now where you're at. Mm -hmm. If you answered no. You are not satisfied with your life, your job, your relationship, where you are right now. Then that message of you were made for more and all that hustle and all of that encouraging messaging that you hear, those are for you. So because I'm not saying that that messaging is bad. I'm saying we need to do the work so that we are not pressured to be pushed out of a safe zone and a happy place because we don't feel like we'll be enough unless we have more or do more. And so I think there's also the people that would say, well, I don't know. 
I don't know if this is, am I complacent or am I content? I'm not 100% sure that I know the difference. Like, you know, what do you do then? Then I think you have to explore a little more either on either side. Yeah. And maybe you, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of paper, pen Pen on paper, paper. pen and paper. (laughs) Just write it out. Like, you know, send your inner critic home for the day. Actually, just don't ever let that person back. But if (laughs) that person is there, send them away and you just start to write like and write like no one needs to see this. And um, because you can write your two columns down, right? Like content, complacent, like, oh, do I am I happy? Am I not? And I think you can go back and and um, I don't know which episode it was. Two, one, Uh, defining (laughs) one episode one (laughs) of this podcast, which is maybe they they need to align with. Yeah. What you wrote down on that defining happiness list. Right. What makes you happy? That's the first place to start. So if you can if you answered, I don't know, and you haven't already made your happy list from episode one, that is all about defining happiness, what it means to you, what that when it says when we say protect your peace, what does that look like for you? So that's probably where you're getting hung up is maybe you don't know. And that's okay. I mean, like I said, I was 37 years old before I started to really figure out what it was that I wanted. And then I could kind of go out into the world and seek what I needed to find and protect it once I found it. Okay, so those are really easy questions to ask yourself. But then can I also say, yeah, can we encourage each other and not be like, maybe lift each other up as opposed to like, being the person when you see someone that you haven't seen for a while, and not go like, so what are you doing these days? You know, I don't know. Is there another question we could ask mm. when you see those people so that we don't, we aren't a part of the, the pressure of the world of, Oh my God, I just ran into Kayla. Oh my God. I just ran into Kayla from high school. And I was just, she asked me what I was doing and I felt like I needed to like tell her more. And I just felt Ugh. like, what could we, what could we do? I mean, if you check in with, I mean, if you ran into somebody, obviously like the natural thing to be like is like oh my gosh how are you right yeah. um could you ask them like my, like maybe not right off the bat like yeah. <laughs> here's your question but like <laughs> if you kept talking like oh my gosh what's making you happy these days okay I was thinking the same really thing. yes I was thinking the same thing like Just, turn it on a positive like what tell me what's what makes you happy right now yeah not like, like what are you loving right now right like that could we just start doing that? Sure. We could just change like at least part of it. So it's it was similar to how when we talked about body image, when people okay, I watched the um Real Housewives of everything, pretty much. <laughs> of, every of every single one. And when they see each other, and Kevin noticed this too, when they would walk into him, like say they're gonna meet, of course, for like lunch in the middle of a work day. Um, and you see each other and they go, <laughs> Oh, you look gorgeous. Oh, hey, beautiful. Like everything is like, oh my gosh, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous. And I mean Let's, I mean, that's a nice thing to say to right. someone, but, but it's appearance driven, but it's so appearance driven. And so like, let me, let me value you for what you mm-hmm. look like today. Love those Chanel's. Mm-hmm. And, but instead of going like, oh my gosh, when I, we said that, like, you look so happy, like you look amazing. You're glowing right now. Like if someone told me I was glowing or I yeah. looked so happy instead of like, which by the way, I get all the time. Have you lost weight? I'm like, girl. Please don't. I love when I get that and you're like, no, no I've gained I five pounds, but you know, I found some, but thank you. I'm glad you think I look skinnier now yeah. at my heaviest. <laughs> I'm glad to know that you were like taking notes on, hmm, yeah. she's lost a few LBs here. Like, yeah. like I, 
like again, I know people mean well, but it's like, have you lost weight? Because you were tubby before. You, you looked bigger, but <laughs> you know? last but time now, I saw you, so impressive because smaller. Wow, smaller, you know? right? Mm-hmm. Small, no bigger, no bigger, no, still bigger. good, but bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, <laughs> it's but happy, it's big and happy, big and happy. big and happy. It's you know, um, <laughs> it is what it is. So just be aware and be mindful of our interactions with people and with others, because let's all start to try and change that you know, the way we talk to each other. Yeah. Or, and if you do ask that question of like, what are you up to these days? If it's not something aligned with your goals, it doesn't mean it's wrong. That's a really good point. So, you know, if someone says, you know, I'm, I'm running a daycare, it might be what's making them happy. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. And, you know, get their feedback on it. Because what if, if they were doing that and they were like, I'm just stuck here. I am, I'm unhappy. Then, you know, then you can talk with them and be a friend if they were saying, yeah, you know, that's right. You love kids. Yeah. I love kids. This allows me to stay home with my son. And it's like, that's great. I am happy for you that you've found Mm -hmm. this. Try and like take our judgments um, and our preconceived notions of what we think that, you know, this person should be I went to school with someone who was like oh I guess I just thought you would you know do more thank you thank you so much sorry to disappoint look at me now girl right (laughs) you know like I just that's just such a rude thing to say and and it really had me second guessing where I was and being kind of ashamed and you know nobody can make you feel inferior um, without your permission I didn't say that I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt but you know, and people say like, oh, she made me so mad or she made me this or we have to build up that strength from the inside and that confidence from the inside. However, the outside coming in does tend to affect us. And so maybe we as people could be taking care of both strengthening your resolve in deciding, are you complacent? Are you content? Go out and get go out and find the life that you want. But also be really mindful and thoughtful of how you interact with other people. Don't ask somebody. <laughs> I that's don't ask not don't ask somebody if they've lost weight. This is so off this this is so off topic and so like, you know, at the heart of just what bugs me. <laughs> but has this happened to you before? No, it happens to me all the time. All the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like once a week? Once a week, like probably for my whole life. Well, you know, Consistently. My whole like adultish life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, oh my God, you look so great. And the oh. reason why you you must you lost have lost weight, weight right? Mm-hmm. That must and be so why. I'm, and I think maybe that's made me very hyper aware of the things I say to people mm-hmm. because I want them to be known for. I want or I want them to know that I see them as a person, and if they're happy, I don't care. I don't care if I don't care how much you weigh. I don't care what you do for a living. My only care and desire for you as your friend and someone who loves and cares for you is that you're happy. Yeah. Period. And healthy. Yeah. So I don't know how I got so, sometimes I just get so off topic. That's all right. Thanks, Kayla. <laughs> just know. Just, just know that your words do like make a difference. So, okay. So I think that we've given some tools, right, for for contentment in you know what? If someone's shouting from the rooftops, you need to be a leader. You don't want to be the a leader. The world can't be full of leaders. Could you even imagine? It, it just, that's not how the wheels turn. Okay. That's not how a machine works. Is no by everybody leading. Okay. Then, then that whole so we're like in a and I don't have much experience with this or much knowledge on the matter. But you know when you have like um, there are 
like factories that are moving over to different countries and stuff because uh, for a while people didn't want to work factory jobs or the factory jobs got too expensive here. People want to pay less for the products, but people aren't willing to work for that here. And, you know, it's I'm not going to get totally into all of that. But if we want to create a society that all works together, you can't have a bunch of, like you said, presidents, leaders, CEOs, all at that level. Who's going to do the actual work? I'm actually more of a worker bee than I am a manager or a leader. I prefer to be someone who's like, you know, doing things and and I'm more comfortable with mm-hmm. that, um, which makes me not the best manager in the world. Um, but what happens if there are no, there's nobody to, you know, work at the grocery stores, work at a factory, work, you know, as a tradesman? That's yeah. somebody. I mean, think about all the people that are tradespeople that are doing things and that are so necessary and important. And like those are those are like mechanics. You yeah. know, what if someone was saying like, oh, you're a mechanic? You could be worth you could be doing so much more. What if this person is like really good with their hands, loves the challenge of figuring out what's wrong with somebody's car um, and the world needs that? Then it makes me almost sick to my stomach to know that that person gets the message that you should be more, that yeah. what you are right now is not enough. Yeah. I think that's why I get on my high horse about this this message. So how do we wrap this up, my friend? Ask yourself those questions. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. Know who you are. Definitely know who you are. So if you don't, and if you are not at a place where you can claim that, ask yourself those questions. You can go to our website, planahappylife.com, and we will list those questions so that you have something physical and you don't just have to listen to our voices over and over to do that when you need to make that um, self-reflection at a different time in your life. So go check that out. You can follow us on Instagram at planahappylifepod, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Plan a Happy Life. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, family, or anyone on their own happiness journey. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Hey, what's making you happy? Like what's filling you? Not what's filling you up. That's an interesting thing to say. Uh, I'm just rolling with it, Kayla. I'm not very good at ad-libbing. So, I mean, you're on topic of uh, Vicki Gumbelson. She used to say that, right? What's filling her love tank? Yeah, filling your love tank. (laughs) What's filling your love tank? Yeah.